Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This, this, this is an Intel Studios production. We're recording. The summer is over. Is it, I mean, it didn't happen, <laughs> let's be honest. It's happening right now in front of our very eyes. The sun's come out for five minutes and we're actually inside recording the podcast. Yeah. What happened? We waited for the sun for ages, for like weeks and weeks. I think we were recording our podcast the last time it was sunny. Yeah. How has the summer been for everybody else? I mean, it's been a weird one, hasn't it? It's quite a unique kind of period in our lives. Mm. Uh, we couldn't really go anywhere. and um, But we thought that was going to be a good thing. Mm. We thought it'd be nice like, to stay in Britain. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people did the staycation thing, didn't they? And yeah. I do. I did hear good things about Cornwall. Mm-hmm. I heard good things about sort of Devon, Dorset, southeast, and I even heard good things about Scotland yeah. and sun up there. Well, I've got good things I to say like about the Lake District. And you had good things to say about the Lake I'm District. I'm going to talk about that today. Why don't you talk about it now? I'm going to recommend the Lake District. Why don't people. you do that now? Yeah. Okay. Well, I've cycled the Lake District. Did you? It's very bloody hilly. <laughs> without an electric bike yeah well i just want to say that's my caveat on a a small dig there i I took that (laughs) on the chin yeah well uh one of the things i did is went to the lake district this uh this holiday this summer break i can't call it a holiday so we caught the train Mm. from euston to oxenholm where's oxenholm oxenholm is kind of south lakes about 20 minutes from windermere and it took two hours, 55 minutes. That's from London. From that London, mm. all the way there. Mm. That's amazing, isn't it? Mm. And for the three of us to go... How much? I think if we were to go standard, we went crazy and went first class. So that Well, give expensive. us both prices. Okay, so we paid £787 for three of us. Yeah. That's two adults and a child. Yeah. Uh, return, first class. And they fed us and uh, gave us oh, okay. and stuff like that. okay. So that was pretty good. Well, no, it wasn't pretty good. It was very expensive. It, feel, I, it feels quite expensive It was crazy to me. expensive. But we, we didn't go anywhere else this year. I had nowhere else to go. We didn't go abroad anywhere. And I would normally spend that money kind of yeah. going abroad. And I thought, well, do you know what? Let's go up there in the lap of luxury. Yeah, and, but was it the lap of luxury? Because, you know, sometimes... <laughs> first class if train you go is not first, first class, class plane. No. If you go first class on a train, say, from where I live mm-hmm. to London, it's the... It's exactly the same, except it's got a white thing on the back. But I have done that before Mm -hmm. when the train is very busy. Mm -hmm. But it's double the price for the white thing. For the little white head cloth. You don't get... I really, Mm -hmm. really miss trolley services on trains. Oh, well, you get that first class going to Oxenholm. Well, you'd want to for that money. Yeah. And you've got a very friendly service as well, like... Very smiley, how are you today? All that stuff. That's what I paid for. Do you know what that for. made me, do you know what oh, that just made me think yeah. of? Do you remember Not the Nine O'Clock News? Of course, yeah. And they used to do the pretend adverts. I'm going to be rude. Mm-hmm. And Pamela, Pamela. Stevenson. Stevenson used to go, 
Would you like to rub my tits too? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, I've got to say, the service was really great. It was really good fun. The kids really enjoyed it. How much would it be standard? Class. So standard, I think it was about uh, 338 or something like that. And then the prices fluctuated. You could do a third class thing where you had to change trains and stuff like that. And it That's would take such you a faff, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't want to faff And when about, you've got really. loads of kids, and yeah. it's like, it's yeah. a lot. So one, I really enjoyed it. So we went to Oxenholm and a friend of mine lives in the Lake District. He picked us up from Oxenholm and drove us to his place uh, in Was Bowness. that when he put, picked you up in the posh car? He picked me up in a big swanky like, posh car. Just tell car. everybody yeah. about the posh car. He, 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 my mate Pip up there is... He's a lovely fella, but he only buys sports cars that have two seats. So when me and the kids go and visit him, he has to borrow somebody's car <laughs> to get us. And he says, he says, oh, I'm a bit lonely up here. And I said, I'm not surprised you're bloody lonely. Only one person can visit you at any one time. So you only got one bloody seat in your car. Buy a bigger car. More people will come and visit you. So he borrows a Range Rover off his brother, but it's a big, super duper swanky one with yeah. all bells and whistles. I got in it. I was like, bloody hell, is this yours? He went, no, I borrowed it off my brother. I said, you should buy it off your brother immediately. God, it's fantastic. And, I mean, you haven't ever been, like, an avid fan of Range Rovers, but you got in that and you were like... Oh, my God. Yeah. I nearly remortgaged everything. Really? Yeah. So that was great fun. So anyway, we went there, and then I'd set up a few things for us to do because I thought, the weather's rubbish, but I thought, I don't care. We're just going to grin and bear it. And my mate said to me, it doesn't matter because your skin's waterproof. That's so good. I've never heard that before. But that is good, you, isn't it? You, you used that on me this morning. Yeah. Mm. Right. So you said, doesn't matter. Your skin's waterproof. We'll have a great time. So the first thing we did is we arrived. We went to a, for a pub, uh, pub dinner at, at, I can't remember what it's called, but it was just in Bowness, which was great. And then the following morning, we got up and we all hired e-bikes, e-mountain bikes. It was torrential rain, but they were £55 for the day, which is quite expensive. I hired three. Pip already had one. And then we set off riding around the Lake District. We rode for 15 miles, and I don't think I broke into a sweat once. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about that. It was fantastic. We were cycling literally up mountains with with very little effort. We were chatting and giggling at the kids. When I say kids, they're 17 and 15. We had the best, best time. We stopped off at two pubs. I had a coffee, kids had a Coke and a bag of crisps. We were all torrential wet. But everywhere you looked, the scenery was utterly breathtaking. Yeah. And then Pip took me on to this It really is amazing, land, isn't it? Uh, where this guy's son tragically uh, died of uh, cancer. And he'd built, him, he'd built his son a bench at the top of the peak of this kind of hill that overlooked the whole of Lake Windermere and the view and everything. So we went up there. And when we got up there, guess what was happening? What? A guy was proposing to his girlfriend. No. Yeah. Oh, he was... got, have, did you get a picture of that? No, I don't think so. I thought oh. I felt, felt a bit intrusive. But I instantly thought, oh my God, if you were here. Oh. oh I'd you have been crying. Were, absolutely, yeah. I'd have been at the wedding. He had a bottle of champagne, he oh. had two glasses. He was on one knee and oh. he was proposing by the bench. And we were like, and oh. us, us like four reprobates walked up. We went, what are you doing? He went, He's just proposed. You we were like, no oh. way. And it was the most romantic place you could go. It was absolutely breathtaking. And I'll post a picture on the um, on the. But Instagram. I was just going to say, yes, post something on the mm. in, on the Instagram so we can but see. But the, the, the bike riding was utterly brilliant. So um, we got it from a place called Total Adventure Bike Hire. And it's at the marina at Bowness. And um, it was £55 a day. They were super helpful. You know, you really said that good. was expensive. Yeah. I don't. I don't no. think that is that expensive for a whole day. Yeah. 
I guess we only we I've been for about four or five hours. But and I guess e-bikes have, are expensive. Mm. You know, there are. Yeah. Just want to let you know he's not drinking a gin and tonic. No, San Pellegrino orange. Well, there's another recommendation. Oh, I love it. My kids don't like it. They go, it's too bitter. But, but I, that's I because it's not as sweet as a Fanta. Yeah. That's why I like San Pellegrino, is oh. because it's not that sweet. Mm. So anyway, we cycled around for loads of it, and it was absolutely brilliant. And then the other thing we did is we booked Go Ape at Grisdale Forest. Um, but the, this is the only Go Ape in the country that do this. They do zip trekking, which is where you zip line across the valley of, of Grisdale Forest. And I thought, oh, it was the only thing they had available at Go Ape. Everything was fully booked. Um, and there's normally a ferry that goes across from Bowness to Grisdale, but it was shut that day because of the and wind. And we'd just and all done but Go Ape. We, yeah, we'd just done Go Ape. So I'd done that before. But anyway, they had this zip trekking thing. So Pip drove us around to Grisdale Forest. We got off and I thought, oh, well, if it's good, then great. And if it's not so good, then at least we've all got out of the house. Oh, my God. So the first zip line we did, like a hundred, maybe 50 metres or something like that. So quite good, you know. And we were like, oh, this is all right. You know, mm. I've done a 50 metre zip wire before. The next one, yeah. 300 metres straight Holy across shit. the valley. We were like, oh, my God. The biggest one, I think, was about 560 metres. And so you half did a that, kilometer. Right? We did all of them, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. You couldn't not because you were yeah, stuck up yeah. there. Oh, I see. You had to do them to get yeah, home. Yeah, you had to do them to get oh home. Oh, my God. But it took three hours, so it was a really good piece of activity. Mm. It was absolutely fantastic. You go down in tandem, so there's two zip lines next to each other, so you can race That's each clever. other down. Oh, my God. I tell you, none of us could believe just how bloody good it was. Had um, Pip done it before? He'd never done it before. Oh, that's good. And there was only three places available. So me and my kids were on. I just used him as a chauffeur, really. But when he got there, the thing about Pip, he's a wheeler dealer, and he chatted up the girl at the kiosk, and he said, come on. I work round here, I've got wind of me awake surfing, blah, blah, blah. And in the end, he went, I got on. Uh, I got on, he's unbelievable. So he got on and the the four of us did it. And wow, I couldn't recommend it enough. So if you want to go zip trekking, it's the only place to do it, but it's in in Lake Windermere. Um, And there weren't queues like there are at Go Go Ape. You know, when you get a slight bottleneck. No, so there's only like, I think about 10 of you can go at it any one time. So 10 of you go off in a minibus up the valley and then you all do it as a group of 10. Right. So you get to know everybody in the group and all that kind of stuff. So it was absolutely superb. Anyway, and then the following day, we crashed out at Pip's house. We watched a movie. And then we went, he took us Windermere wake surfing. And we wake surfed all morning, the three of us. Which we've recommended that before, but I couldn't recommend it enough again. And I couldn't recommend the Lake District enough. Come rain or shine. I, it was one of the best things we did this summer. And it wasn't sunny for a single second I would say and the kids loved it and then we got home we got on the train home and then we went to see the Suicide Squad at the cinema Robert Dubois he's in prison for putting Superman in the ICU with a kryptonite bullet I'm not joining your Suicide Squad we'll see my court date is coming up and Miss Wallace and maybe you could help me out I wouldn't take such extreme measures if this mission went more important than you could possibly imagine. Are you in or out? Good. Let's meet your team. Which you've also seen. I have. What do you think? Well... I was quite interested because I didn't really want to go and see Suicide Squad 2 mm-hmm. because Chester was banging on about it and he was like, I really want to go and see it. But I was really disappointed by Suicide Squad 1. I, I mean, Margot Robbie, mm-hmm. um, who 
I would, like, if I saw her, I would have to sort of fall to my knees Mm -hmm. and kiss her feet. Because she is... She's brilliant, right? Well, not just is she a great... I mean, in The Wolf of Wall Street, (laughs) she is off the charts. Brilliant, brilliant actor. Mm -hmm. She's so good. She played that part so well. And she's good in everything she does. And she's no-nonsense... She's an Aussie. I love Aussies. Um, but I just think she's phenomenal at her job. She's brilliant. But I was massively disappointed. In the first one. By her, Harley okay. Quinn. Yeah. In the first one, because she overplayed it. Mm-hmm. So she had basically um, done the part, but hammed, hammed up her character, which became annoying, which in turn is hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I thought, oh, I don't really want to, I don't really want to see it. But it got... 5.9, the first one. Wow, that's Now, bad. it is very, very rare mm-hmm. that a second movie, a follow-up, mm. gets a way better rating mm-hmm. than the first. And when I looked up Suicide Squad 2, it got 7.4, right. which is amazing. Now, Will Smith, who obviously I also adore... Oh, yeah, magic. Um, ...isn't in this second one. Well, was Will Smith in the first? He was, hey. yeah, and he was really good in it. Okay. But I felt sad for him because I thought, you're really good in it, but yeah. the rest of it's pants. But this has got a really, really good cast. I mean, John Cena is... Re- he's turning into rock part two. Yeah, he is, um, isn't he? Yeah. He is really developing... Quite a good lead actor, serious actor. When he wants to go heartfelt, you really can feel it. But when he's funny, mm-hmm. he is hilarious. I mean, I really, I've, I've guffawed quite a lot watching John Cena. And it's quite weird to think that, you know, he's a, he's a fighter. Yeah, um, yeah. A wrestler. A wrestler, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Idris Elba's in it. He's brilliant. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, Joel yeah. Kinnaman, uh, Kinnan. Kinnaman, yeah, that is yeah, right. Yeah. Um, he was in the first one, he's in the second one again. He's really good in it. And they join the super secret task force X and they get dropped onto this remote island um, called Corto Maltese. And they mm-hmm. have to kind of do stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to give too much away, but in the first 10 minutes, there is a kind of moment where you're just like, what? Yeah. You're like, what? What is going on? And it goes on brilliantly from there. I really enjoyed it. It's a romp. Mm. It's an adventure. The kids liked it. But if you were nervous about going to see it because the first one was a bit disappointing, don't worry about it. Go. Yeah, I, I agree with go and see it. I mean, what's quite weird about it is it's a children's comic book film with horrific language and horrific oh my God, violence, the violence in it. Yeah, the blood and the gore and the guts is like, what? It's such an odd like juxtaposition. It's yes. a bit Deadpool-esque in yes, that sense, right? Yes, it's very Deadpool-esque. But I, I actually found myself a lot of the time mm-hmm. with my hands in front of my eyes for the real yeah. violence bit. Oh. I just can't watch it. And the language as well is <laughs> very tasty. Mm. The interesting thing, because um, the Suicide Squad's a DC comic thing, mm-hmm. but at least four or five of the cast are from the Marvel Avengers world, I noticed. Who? Well, the guy at the beginning with the, white, the long white hair, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. And the guy who's in prison at the very beginning. Is he? Yeah, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's one of the oh. stone keepers of Guardians of the Galaxy. But there is, there is a crossover of some actors from the Marvel Universe into the DC Universe. Mm. And I think it's a really odd thing yeah, to do. Yeah, it's weird, right? Because I instantly thought, oh, this is a Marvel film. And then the title rolls and it was a DC film. And I'm like, oh, wow. So they just 
going to do that then? Can I also say yes. there was there was a character, there was another character mm-hmm. in, and it was an animal, and mm-hmm. you and I were both like, who is that, who is that? And we both Googled yeah, yeah. who it was at the end. Stallone. I couldn't believe... Sylvester Stallone <laughs> yeah, yeah. is in this film. He yeah. is King Shark. King yeah. Shark is great. Yeah. I love King Shark. I uh, want a toy King Shark. I like, mean... It- it's an amazingly trippy movie, isn't yeah. it? Like a giant starfish with a massive eye in it yeah. comes walking around yeah. the corner. And it's, it's like, so, what it's on so earth crazy. is going on? But I would recommend it as well. Because we'd had such a, like a fun-packed three days of solid activity, both my kids fell fast asleep. But um, I wouldn't say that that's a reflection on the movie whatsoever. It was yeah, and I, I went with the gang and no one fell no asleep. No one fell asleep, no. Yeah, I, everybody was gripped. I, I would highly recommend it. I've got something I really want to tell you about. Go for it. So I was contacted by Dorno Porter, Mm -hmm. who I don't... She's one of those people... I don't know her very well, but I love her. Mm. (laughs) So we're sort of Instagram friends, and it's weird because Mm. I feel like I know her really well, but I I actually keep forgetting I don't know her at all. We met her at a a thingy about two years ago, and we chatted to her for about half an hour. Like, we all knew each other. She's one of them, right? She She is. She just slots in. She's very easy and lovely. Anyway, she sent me a message saying, listen, this whole Afghanistan Mm -hmm. conflict, the refugees, we've got to do something. Choose Love, which is a fantastic charity, which really looks after displaced people from all around the world, from any country where there's been conflict Mm -hmm. or trouble, and they need somewhere to go and find shelter. Choose Love helps people... Um, get their feet back on the ground and it's a really really great charity they've got some amazing merch if you can't donate or whatever but you'd fancy a t-shirt you know that's a great way of donating it's like um, a good way of of raising money she contacted me and said look you can raise some money for choose love by doing this thing for a company called cameo Mm -hmm. I was like what is cameo I don't know anything about it and she said oh it's really easy all you have to do is download the app onto your phone and uh, people will then send you requests for videos and then they pay for the video mm-hmm. and you send them the video, but they've paid okay. 75 quid for it wow. and it goes to the charity. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this sounds fantastic. So Cameo helped me a little bit yep. and I downloaded the app and I now get requests. I had said that I'd only do it for 24 hours, but right. I'm still doing it. I'm re- <laughs> I mean, I really enjoy it. enjoy it. Right? I enjoy it. Yeah. It's very easy to do, uh-huh. and it's a brilliant way of raising money for the charity. Yes. But then I thought, oh, I'm going to talk about this because I think it's a clever thing to do, and maybe people might want a video from me yes. for anybody that and, and might, make a donation to charity. One. Yeah, you buy one. I'll yeah. do a special sexy one for you. <laughs> um, but I started looking, and I thought, oh, my goodness, these are amazing presents, mm-hmm. like really good presents because they've got people like Brian Cox from Succession. Oh, yeah. Dundonian. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, my God. That'd be good, wouldn't um, it? Juno Temple from Ted Lasso. I was thinking for Jester's birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do that. He's not going to listen to this podcast. He hasn't found podcasts yet. Who hasn't, Chester? Yeah. No, no, no. It will be safe. Yeah, yeah. So Juno Temple from Ted Lasso is, mm-hmm. is the love interest. Yes. Um, and she's the one that starts working yeah. um, with... 
Ted Lasso's boss, mm-hmm. the lady. I can't remember anybody's name anymore. Yeah. We're watching the next episode. Yeah, yeah, we can talk it's about the next that. series yeah. tonight. Um, Sarah um, Drew, who is from Grey's Anatomy, um, for t- like for Tilly, Tilly yeah. would freak out. They've got an entire Grey's Anatomy section, mm-hmm. which is just full of really, really, really well-known actors from Grey's Anatomy. Kenny G. Really? Stop it. Did he play the saxophone? Yes. Okay. Tony Adams. I mean, you won't care, but like Arsenal, like amazing man. Um, And such a nice guy like Tony Adams. And then they've got categories, right? So, you know, Holly, Mm -hmm. Harry Potter, got a Harry Potter category. So you can get a message from Draco Malfoy. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but I assume it's terrifying. Game of Thrones, another one of your favourites. Yeah, of course. He's never seen it. Um, I'm obsessed with Game of Thrones. Hordor is on there, like loads of amazing characters from Game of Thrones. So basically, quite often a donation to charity. I mean, sometimes I think you pay the, pay the celebrities and they keep it. I don't know. But anyway, oh, hmm. a lot of the time it is for charity. Okay. So, so you feel like you are making a donation. Just out of interest, hmm. can you fulfill the demand for you to do these cameos? Yeah. You can? Yeah, I've got, like, what I do is I do kind of sort of 10 at a time. Okay. But you get you getting request like lots of requests. No, not a lot. Okay. A lot. I'm not. What, I'm not inundated. I wonder if, like George Clooney's on there or someone like that. George Clooney will not be on that. Do you not reckon? I don't think so. Okay. Miriam Margolis is. Is she? Yeah. <laughs> I think she's in Harry Potter. You know, it's your birthday coming up. Who would be the greatest message, birthday message you could get one from? Hmm. Good one, right? You can think about it. You don't have to. You don't have to say right now. I'm going to think about that. Okay, I've got an idea for someone that I might get one for your birthday. Okay, I know you. Do you? Mm-hmm. Who? Steve Coogan. Yeah, I'd love that. I would like that. If you did it as Alan, I'd be very happy about that. Yeah. Mm. Look at you. You got really excited. <laughs> Yay! Uh, yes, I would. Okay. I, I love the sound of this. I'm going to have to go on Cameo and have a it's look. It's really, see what's on there. really good. Do you think someone would want one from me? Do you think well, I, would I could say go that on all there? of our listeners would Do want think? one from you? Yes. And maybe I could put myself on there. I yeah. could raise some and money for somebody. Love. Yeah. And that money goes to the people to the of charity. Afghanistan. Well, it's, well it, it goes, goes to, to lots of different charities. Yeah, lots of different charities. So any oh basically helping anybody that's been displaced yeah. and is and is just trying to find some roots and through no fault of their own have been left homeless and mm. wandering around, which must be you know, literally can you think of those people having to get out of Afghanistan with not nothing. Literally just leave everything <sighs> behind, leave their homes, yeah, leave yeah. their lives and just leave. Sometimes leave family. Like it just Yeah. You know. Yeah, and then to get uh, somewhere and kind of feel unwanted—that's mm. the worst thing ever. So I, um, yes, okay, I think it's very worthwhile. Um, and what what's been the biggest request for you? Birthdays. Um, I've had all sorts of things. I've had people who are just fans. Yes, and I've had somebody get me to do the entire hello, you know, Big Brother House. This is yes, Davina. I've done that. Yeah, the okay. whole thing. I've had people getting married. And um, a message for the husband, who's a big, big fan I've had. I've, it's been really, really, really nice because generally they are people who really like you. That's why they're asking. Yes. For it. So it's nice to know that yeah. you can do something nice for yeah. someone, and it also makes you think, oh, they like me. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, being liked is the best. It's great, isn't it? And being disliked, Thank- conversely, is really, really horrific. Really horrific. Yes. 
Um, we were photographed recently walking down the street. Yeah. Um, what's quite funny about this is that uh, we never see it. Yeah. I mean, we. I mean, I never see that someone's taken our picture. But um, you wore a denim kind of all-in-one thing, so yeah. it was a skirt with like a denim shirt, shirt mm. all-in-one, which I think looks great, by mm. the way. Thank you. But that night when we went out, I put on d- denim jeans and a denim shirt. <laughs> And then I took a picture of myself and posted it on the Instagram and said, double denim, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I just looked at myself and I thought, you know, I don't think I'm going to wear this tonight. So I put a shirt on and a jacket and then we got photographed and I'm so happy I wasn't wearing double denim. Like We would have looked like, do you remember when Posh and Bax got together and they just did matching everything? Yeah, I know. It just would have been horrific. We do wear very similar clothes a lot of the time. Yeah, I could easily wear most of your wardrobe. Yeah, and I could easily wear most of yours. Yeah. Mm. And your shoes fit me and mm. all of that kind of mm. jazz. I wonder whether we would have set a trend or just been annihilated Ridiculed. by the Daily Mail. I think Mail. the second. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to text you every time we go out to yeah. make sure we're not wearing... That was a nice night. The same thing. Because it we went was, to see... Oh, a film called The Courier. Yeah. Um, now, of all the film genres that I like, mm. a Cold War spy drama... Is your fave. ...is the greatest. Mm. And there's two or three reasons for that. One, the clothes. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Cold War is roughly set. Most Cold War dramas are roughly set between the kind of late 60s and the early 80s. So it's largely the 70s, right? So you've got great hair, Mm. great clothes, great cars, great interiors. Mm. Yes. The colour scheme of the 70s Mm. is... Where are those swatches you've got lying around? Yes, I mean, that's it, right? It's Mm. kind of a brown, a bit mustardy, goldy, bronzy. Mm. Like... Everything about the styling of the 70s for me in movies is brilliant. Mm. Whether it was actually like that or not, I can't quite remember. But the way uh, the movie industry interprets the 70s is brilliant. Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy is one of my all-time favourites, as is, um, what's the Tom Hanks one, the Steven Spielberg one with um, the Wolf Hall guy in it? Bridge of Spies, I think it's called, Mm. where they have to trade off a spy for, for another spy. I haven't seen it. Oh, God, it's so Can good. Can we watch it? Yeah, yeah. It's a really oh, great, great, great movie. One of the great things that happens in that film is you see the erecting of the Berlin Wall. <gasps> because most people don't know this, but it went up overnight. And if you were on the wrong side of the Berlin Wall, like you'd gone to visit somebody in East Berlin, <gasps> when you woke up in the morning, you couldn't. You, that was it. You were an East Berlin resident and you were no longer allowed back into West Berlin. It went up overnight. Now, a lot of people think, oh, they built it out of brick overnight. They didn't. They just built it out, out of like... Bits of concrete, or... yeah, um, uh, barbed wire and stuff like that. But that was it. Like you were an East, an East German. You were part of. But did they give them warning that it was no. going up? This is it. It just went up. Uh, and, and and that's one of the great scenes in that film. As you watch this the camera pan across Spielberg's brilliant at this stuff. But the camera pans across as the wall gets built, and it shows it happening over one night. You know, and it's like, what's amazing about the, the Berlin Wall? I mean, I've, ta- I've talked about this perhaps before, but. Berlin is in East Germany, mm-hmm. but it was considered part of the West. Mm-hmm. So it's an island of the West in East Germany. Did they build the wall so around the wall it? So the wall goes around mm. West mm. Berlin. Mm. And the only way in and out of Berlin was in an aeroplane or a landing strip owned by the Americans. So the Berlin Wall doesn't actually split from East to West. It actually creates a circle around West mm. Berlin. Anyway, it's a fantastic movie, that, and I digress slightly, but this one is called The Courier. It's a true story, and it stars Benedict Cumberbatch. Let's talk Um, about that, because you're mm. not an enormous fan of Benedict. I love him. Mm. Yes, I just 
I just feel like he's always trying to be really impressive with the way he delivers dialogue, and I feel get wrapped up in that. When you watch Sherlock, it was all delivering these huge, quick monologues perfectly, and I remember thinking... But I think that's yeah. who Sherlock Holmes was, not uh, who he is. Yeah, I, I agree, but it felt like it was a demonstration of how brilliant he was, rather than I didn't feel like I was watching Sherlock Holmes. I felt like I was watching mm. somebody relay lots of information I very think quickly. that that's what we were talking about before. Mm -hmm. You know, like I just said... Uh, when somebody sort of overacts something yes. that possibly in Sherlock, what you, what you were witnessing there was something that you didn't like was that he was giving it too much, but yeah. that actually in this he was so good because he just yeah, I think he underplayed played it, it so quietly, yeah. you know. He, he, he was really good in it, but the other guy who was in it was oh. the guy who played the Russian spy. Michael, what was his name? Um, I did have it in, in the old IMDb's here. It gets 7.3 on IMDb, which I I'm think... I'm surprised. I think that's low. Which is... A, Pretty fair rating. Do you think? I think, yeah. Oh, I think it's low. Um, the Courier, here we because go. Because I really, really loved it. So, Penkovsky, Oleg Penkovsky is the famous kind of Russian diplomat at that end. The actor is called Mirab, and I can't pronounce his second name for love no money. Nidinzi? Ninidz. Ninidz. Yeah, Mirab Nidids. He is fantastic. In he's it. I mean, breathtaking. I'm not quite sure what other things he's been in. McMafia, Jupiter's Moon, Happy Family. So not anything huge, but God, he was the star of the show. McMafia was big. Was it? Mm. I didn't see that. Um, and it's the girl from the marvelous Miss Maisel, isn't it? She's very um, good. Yeah, well, she's brilliant in, yeah. in the, the, the Amazon Prime thing. So, yeah, she's great in it as well. It's a true story about a guy that the, um, the, the British and the Americans get who uh, would like to go and infiltrate information from Russia about nuclear weapons. The guy is chosen because he's a very unassuming businessman and he goes out there to do business and he starts bringing back information back to the UK and to the Americans um, at enormous risk to himself. I think he goes on to be the, the single most successful yes, spy in the history of the Cold War. Um, but from, the film, this, from this particular from this effort, particular because he, yeah. he only did it once, and yeah. it was just for this. And he got more intel yeah. than any other person ever, and he was just a normal, mm. and, a normal but man. But the risks he took. What I like about the film is it's split into two movies, in my opinion. So you've got the first movie, which is uh, the introduction of him and um, how they find him, how they get him to do the job, and then him doing the job. And then the movie takes a very dark turn that is quite... Yes. Breathtaking, really, yes. isn't it? You think, oh, wow, you didn't really realise the risks he was taking until now, you know. Mm. Um, I think it's a great movie. Um, it's quite a kind of small, independent movie, so I'd go and watch it in a kind of small, independent cinema if you can. We went to see it at The Electric on Portobello Road, and if you're in London and you want to watch a movie, that's a brilliant cinema, theelectriccinema.co.uk, I think it is. Um, but they've got double beds on the mm. front row in there, double red velvet beds that you can lie on. I mean, if you have a tendency to fall asleep watching a movie, don't do that. And the Odeon have got a good um, mm. selection of cinemas and around the country, it's not just London-centric. Mm -hmm. They've got cinemas all around the country that are called Lux. Yes. And where you've got like mega recliner chairs, mm. food delivered to your table. Great, yeah. Um, I mean, it is, again, it's quite spenny, but if you're doing a birthday party or a treat for someone that's really but it's uh, a fun, it's it, a fun way to absorb yeah. a movie. And it's a, it's a film that warrants, I think, quite an intimate experience. Hi. 
This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm quickly going to talk mm-hmm. about um, an exhibition that I went to see yeah. that was recommended by my mum, Gabby. And I'm someone who has an enormous desire to be more cultural and learn more about art and Mm -hmm. go to art exhibitions. But it's quite a quagmire, I think, out there trying to decipher what... There are a lot of exhibitions that go on and I never really know how to find them and I do feel like exhibitions are the type of thing that are brilliant if they're personally recommended by somebody. You know when somebody goes, oh my God, you've, mu- you've got to go and see this. I feel like this is what this podcast needs to deliver. We oh, must okay. be. Should we do more art? Must, well, we should just, all culture is yeah. great, you know, because I think it's difficult to know what to go and see. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my mum, Gabby, recommended that I take Tilly to go and see an exhibition because Tilly's doing photography A-level. And um, she's she's really passionate about it and she said why don't you go and see this exhibition by this French photographer called JR and it's on at the Saatchi Gallery in London in well, Chelsea in Chelsea yeah it was in it's St John's Road. Wood but it's do you remember where the Duke's barracks were at the yes, beginning of the King's Road I do so it's in London it's okay. in a very very nice building mm-hmm. I've been to quite a few exhibitions there always a lovely space to see something in and JR is the name of a um a French artist but he um he was an immigrant or his family were immigrants um he came to France he had quite a tough upbringing he ended up being a graffiti artist and then one day found a camera on the metro and took it and started kind of photographing and documenting his friends mm-hmm. and graffiti very earthy very street photography but an absolutely brilliant sort of snapshot of a time kind of late 90s early mm-hmm. 2000s and his photography you just watch it in this exhibition as you go round develop and become more and more complex then he changes from doing his graffiti into photography but uses his photography to he basically fly what's it called fly posting Oh yes. you know when yes. you when you actually yeah. put wallpaper yeah um but he wallpapers his photography onto so it's like an installation mm-hmm. onto something I there was it one on some, some stairs that I saw there were, yes yeah. so there were some stairs going up so on the um the vertical yes. um sort of part of the step he 
would put the little bit of paper so that when you were looking at the steps going up, you could see the picture. Wow. And then it kind of decayed. But there was another amazing one where there was a train track and the train carriages had eyes on and underneath on the piece of land below the tra- train track was the, a face. Yeah. So the eyes would fit different faces. Oh, wow. As, as the train went through. It was really, oh, really trippy. But everything is meant to get you thinking yeah. about why you are. So for me, the most impactful piece of art that he did, the camera that he found on the Metro was there, mm. which is kind oh, of was nice it? to see. So the, the camera? Like, oh my gosh, there's Did you the take a picture of the camera? Um, I think I probably did. I'd quite like to so see it. So I will... Um, mm. I've got some with cameras. I've got some pictures mm-hmm. to um load up onto the okay. um Instagrams. So that'll be on our Instagram page. But he um he did a really interesting one at the Mexican border where he lay out a table and he put, made a lunch on both sides and he did an aerial photograph of Mexicans and Americans eating the same food and a lunch together and then he'd done a photograph of a child and the child was kind of pasted onto a rock mm-hmm. and overlooking as if to say I wonder what a child would make of yeah. this wall and this barrier of these okay. two yeah. and um, <laughs> you know it's the other thing I love about art is it's subjective so mm. you lots of people will love something that I hate yeah, yeah. or hate something I love and that's fine and isn't you, it yeah, yeah like, and you can it's like music mm. you can read things into something you can imagine what he might be thinking he does these other crazy collages of thousands of people but they're in waves of action so there'll be lots of people on their phones and mm-hmm. then lots of people looking scared and then lots of it's it's a feast yeah. for your eyes and you know it's a couple of hours to walk around it's really interesting it's at the Saatchi gallery there's lots of tickets available lots of space available um, but again, if you're going to come down to London and you want to see anything, I've actually yet to see something that I didn't think was brilliant at the okay. Saatchi Gallery. So mm-hmm. you'd be safe seeing anything there, but it is a lovely space. And remind me again, of what's he called? JR? He's called JR, basically. Just JR? Yes, because he was a bit like Banksy. He wanted to okay. not be known yeah, yeah. Um, by his name. That, yeah. I think his name is on Wikipedia somewhere because okay. he's now gone a bit more mainstream. But Have you ever met Banksy? I don't know. I've got no idea. Don't I don't know. want to meet Banksy. No, no, I just... It's, because for me, I, the whole thing is... I mean, I may have... Are you Banksy? You know, <laughs> like, like, I may have met Banksy. I think if I was Banksy, I would say, no, I'm not Banksy. Um, God, that, so does that mean you are? You can ask me. Are you Banksy? No, I'm not Banksy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not Jesus either. Um, no, I knew that. Uh, <laughs> but if I was... Naughty. I'd have to say, no, I wasn't, you know. <laughs> um, that sounds great. We mm. should try and go and see more stuff. now. I'd like to. I guess now I would like life to. is starting again, mm. you know, as in the kids are going back to school and all the rest of it. We maybe try and make a bit of time to, um, mm-hmm. to go and see some stuff. I know it's good to take the kids as well, but um, I'd definitely love to immerse myself. It, it's interesting because you said, oh, it's difficult to know what to go and see. So mm. you have to go and see lots, basically, don't mm. you? And then you know what you want to go and see and what you don't want to go and see. And also, I think if you go to lots, um, then you can recommend things to other people. Mm. I sort of sit around waiting for other people to recommend. The other person who recommends things to me who I think is brilliant is Sarah. Yes. Sarah goes to a lot of theatre, a lot of art. She's very cultured. So I just sort of wait for her to... But I maybe... She's our making the call. She is. (laughs) She is. Yeah. 
Okay, just to finish off then, um, I uh, Lulu McGuinness uh, messaged oh, yeah. me this week and said, oh my God, have you seen there's a Bob Ross documentary on Netflix? Oh. Just as we were starting to watch it. Yeah. So we've started to watch the Bob Ross documentary. I mean, for those of you who listened to this podcast for a long time, you'll know that Bob Ross really came into life for us during the beginning of lockdown because we got uh, He iPads saw you and, through. I loved You Bob and your Ross, boys. And I learned to paint so well. I learned to paint a landscape really well just through watching episodes of Bob Ross. So that's been great. He's a kind of really interesting character. So I was very fascinated to see this documentary. That It's a Netflix original documentary. So if you've got Netflix, you've got available to it. If you're interested in Bob Ross and you like the program and all the rest of it, it's worth a watch. I haven't finished watching it yet. What's interesting about it is it doesn't feel like it's going anywhere, the documentary. It's no, like, I mean, I think basically we're going to find out that he got ripped off. Yes, and he didn't, That's where it's going. you get the feeling he didn't seem to mind. He just liked painting. But he was just kids, a really nice guy, and his, but his family's been hard done by, and they have absolutely nothing left yes, of him. It looks, it looks, it like. looks like that, doesn't mm. it? So um, don't expect like a rip-roaring, exciting, adrenaline fuel documentary, but it feels like watching an episode of Bob Ross. It's very gentle. He's it so meanders lovely. Along. Yeah, you get the feeling he's a really lovely guy. He's probably like every other human on the planet. He's slightly complicated as, as well. But I'm really, really enjoying that. So thank you, uh, Lulu, for sending that over. And um, thanks to Bob Ross for existing. Let's do some shout-outs. Yes. I mean, we've had hundreds over the summer season, so obviously we can't shout them all out but we do want to say a big thank you to everybody and anybody who's sent us messages it's been difficult to um to read them all but let me start first of all with um kirsten kirsten denny long-serving wife is her <laughs> is her name and the strap line is last night a dj saved my life uh she said hi you two glad you're coming back missed you anyways i want to recommend a film on apple tv called coda now, a few people have recommended this before, um, and CODA stands for Child of Deaf Adults, and it's a story about... I've heard a lot of recommendations yes, about think, that. You might have read one out of, uh, of this before. It's about a hearing girl in a deaf family who can sing, which is quite interesting because I don't suppose anyone hear her sing. Right. Um, the young actress has a beautiful voice. Anyway, it's a brilliant story. Great acting. Her parents are the stars of the film, and I watched it with my 14-year-old daughter and 18-year-old stepson. Both enjoyed and squirmed at the sex talk bits. Nothing it's a, serious. A, it's a film, not a series. It says that it's a, a, um, a film on Apple TV. Yeah. So, by the way, if you can hear a lot of noise in the background, it's teenagers. Yeah, that's all right. Sorry. I really think you and yours would like this, Kirsten. Okay, Thanks very great. much indeed Thank for that, you. Kirsten. That's very, very good. I want to know how the DJ saved her life. Uh, yeah, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? I wonder if her husband's a DJ. Um, we've got an old school uh, message, messenger. Is that a, a messenger? Messenger. I, I don't know what you're... Heidi Plum. She's, she messages oh, a lot, yeah. right? Uh, the white, a regular. Yeah, a regular. The White Lotus, she's recommended. You remember my dad recommended this the other day? Yes. This, this comedy thing he thought was fantastic. Yes. It says, hello, DNM. I know you're on a break, not Rachel and Ross style. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Very funny there. Well done. New TV recommendation for you, The White Lotus, HBO. So it's probably on Now TV, I would have thought, and probably Amazon Prime. 7.7 on IMDb. One to watch together. I think it's pretty viewing, and the music is fab. An easy summer watch. We miss you, but we're catching up on series one and two. Take care and enjoy. So that's the White Lotus. Okay. I'm very White keen Lotus. to watch that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so thanks for that, Heidi. Um, Jen Bush, 82. 
So Jennifer Bush, 82, she says, uh, just found this podcast, meaning our podcast. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh, Listen to two episodes for, so far. You will now be the reason I'm broke. <laughs> going to buy tube mascara tomorrow. I mean, oh. It's amazing this, because tube mascara was episode one. Yeah, and um, is still the, one of the greatest yeah. discoveries I have ever made, ever. Yeah, and lots of people still message us and say, oh my God, tube mascara, so great. Thanks very much. Agree with everything said about the Irishman. Uh, good, yeah, I'm trying to remember that. But uh, have remembered memories about visiting Camelot. That was the theme park that I yes. grew up oh. yeah, Just started watching Flowers as well. Thank you oh, so much. Wow. So that's great. And the other thing to mention, Jennifer, is we did a load of Instagram live podcasts last summer. So if yeah. you go back through our Instagram feed, there's extras. There's probably like 15 episodes, 45 yeah. minute episodes uh, yeah. of us on Instagram. So uh, fill your boots through there. But thanks for joining the gang, gang. Jennifer. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Fran from Wales. I get really excited when people say they listen to our podcast. Well, I like the fact that they're listening to a lot of it retrospectively, like they're going back to, because this is nearly two years old now, yeah. this podcast. And yeah. they're listening to stuff we talked about back then. I find that quite fascinating. Yeah. Like a like, old time machine. And do we stand by our recommendations? That's what I love. Yeah. yeah we do. I, I think, think we do. So, yeah. We loved everything. I mean, I like uh, going back through Entail and just having a look at things we've talked about. Do you about. know one of my things that I really mm-hmm. just loved mm-hmm. was the teas made? <laughs> yes, the swan teas made. Yeah. And um, Xylus stuff. Oh. The Xylus stuff was Xylus great. Xylus stuff is amazing. Yeah. still amazing. I use that chopper like every day. Uh, Fran says, uh, two crackers on Netflix. The, per- the Parisian Agency, right? So not the agency. Oh, the Parisian call my, agency. not call my agent. Call my, yeah, not that. That's what I thought it was originally. The Parisian Agency, a dreamy real estate family selling beautiful homes in Paris. This sounds great, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. English subtitles, not needed for you, Davina. Uh, makes me feel like I'm on holiday with all the beautiful oh. people. Amazing scenery and muted Parisian colour palette. Is it true life? It's like I think it sounds sort of like a... Whatever housewives of yeah. Beverly Hills. It's a, family, a real estate family selling homes in Paris. Yeah, great. Sounds good, doesn't it? That, Second, I mean, some of the homes in Paris as well are like crazy. Oh, I bet. We should watch an episode of that. Yeah. We love interiors. I want to take you to Paris. Place. Yeah, please do. All take all me of, to Paris. All of you. Yeah, great. Take all of me. Not yeah. just my arms and legs. Take no, the but I want, as well. I want offspring as well. Yeah, great. Mm. Consider it done. Mm. Re- second recommendation is a motel makeover. I've always liked the idea of motels. Motels look really cool. No. Yes. No. Okay. When Where do motels look cool? In movies. No, they don't. They look like the place where everybody takes a lot of drugs, sells their body. Oh, he's nodding. <laughs> yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I, don't know, I think stylistically there's something very cool about the way they I'll tell look. you what it is they're yeah. brown yeah you love this 70s, 70s yeah, thing I, I do I do uh, the colours are divine two friends who buy a rundown motel in a Canadian lakeside resort oh, and okay. squeeze it up to a gorgeous place to okay I'd love to see that, that what's it called great. what's it called um, it's called motel makeover motel makeover it says both escapism both cheerful both beautifully lit both wonderful series I hope you get the chance to watch and enjoy it I just read that I've just read that. Can you tell I'm itching to go abroad? <laughs> yes. oh, we are We're too. all, Fran. Um, so thanks very much uh, for those uh, messages. Have you got any to read out? Um, no. Okay. Um, um, because I think, like, you've done it all. We've done it. Okay, great. Um, keep the messages coming. We have got so many things to tell you about that we've discovered over the, uh, over the, the, the summer. But we're going to watch season two of Ted Lasso tonight. Oh, I'm so excited. Too, I mean, just a, we'll one or two episodes. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, I'm so excited about being able to get um, what? A, a, a message on 
Oh, for yeah. his birthday. From a, an Arsenal player or something. No, no, from the lady that's in Ted, Ted Lasso. Lasso. Can we not get Ted Lasso to do it? I, I tell you think what. Jason's on it. The next time we go to a fancy dress party, I'm going as Ted Lasso. Oh. Should I have done that? Oh. You go as the boss lady. Yes, the boss lady. Got a real stern, yeah, authoritative presence. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, it is you. Um, have okay. A, have a lovely weekend. This yes. is Friday, yeah. So have a lovely weekend, everybody. Friday and Saturday, Sunday, Sunday. What song's that? You know, Cousin Skeet. No. Nope. We've um, recommended yeah, that. Have we? um, it's uh, on Instagram. If, oh my God. If it's a Days of the Week song, it's got to be Craig Listen Gailey. to me. Oh, I'm going to just recommend one more thing. Oh, here we go. No, it's a family. They are really, really funny. They're called the family. The family. F A M I L E I G H. So their surname must be Lee. Lee. So that's family. And then a kiss at the end. They've got 185,000 followers. Their dad makes me absolutely howl. Please, please, like, follow them. How many followers have they got? Um, they've got 185,000 wow. followers. They are thoroughly entertaining. They are he very entertaining. He's hilarious. They're on TikTok, but the dad is just... <laughs> I, I love him. He's my, the kind of guy you want to be friends with at a party. My only real problem with it is he wears flip-flops a lot. You know, it's very difficult for me to get He does. That. He wears flip-flops and he wears shorts and he's got a little, like... Go on. Dad bod. And he is not going to be happy about that. No, but I love him. <laughs> well, he will be happy about I, that. I really love him. Yeah, good. Like, he's he's the man. He's the best thing on it. Steady. Okay. Yeah. Have a lovely weekend, everybody. We'll see you next week. Uh, we will start populating our Instagram as well um, and get back out there. That's nice to speak to you all. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.